0: hey guys what's going on welcome to another wrestling podcast i am win brantley uh unfortunately here to uh, be the bearer of bad news that we do not have a new episode coming out today um reason being we recorded an episode and something went wrong with our audio and uh all those files are now gone so there will be no new episode but fear not we will be back next week we will be covering smackdown february 10th 2005 uh I believe it's the first ever SmackDown in Japan or something like that, but that's not why we're covering it. We're covering it because JBL is facing an inflatable Godzilla because that's what we do here. We love bad wrestling. Um, But in the meantime, a little blast from the past episode back when we were the Triple Threat Review. uh, We're going to uh, upload a rerun, if you will. Uh, It's back when we covered ECW One Night Stand 05. Uh, Really entertaining episode. You have us making fun of... uh, WWE 2K20, uh, me being confused on which one-night stand we're covering, um, and just a whole bunch of other stuff. So, unfortunately, no new episode this week. I apologize for that. But we will see you next week on another wrestling podcast when we cover SmackDown, February 10th, 2005. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Triple Threat Review. Just kidding. Keep going. I really hate you (laughs) right now. Oh man, you told me we were going to do that, thanks. Anyways, <laughs> welcome to the Triple Threat Review, I'm your host Matthew Allen, joined with me are my co-hosts Win Brantley and Ron Fox. Guys, how are y'all? I'm doing pretty good. Oh yeah, you sure?
1: I'm living. Living? He, he breathe. Man, yeah. you know what else
0: is living right now? I got well, two words for you. Okay. What, what's living? I had a good transition, I was trying to say, you know what else is living, at least in the terms of 2005? ECW. <laughs> because we're... It's holding on. Because we're, we're talking about ECW One Night Stand 2005. I something else that's holding on. ECW One Night Stand five, Live on June 12, 2005 from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City with an attendance of... Two. Fifteen
1: hundred.
0: Eh, twenty-five hundred. Nice. Which it looked packed. I mean, it yep. looked more than twenty-five hundred. It looked like, like thirty-thousand because everybody was standing <laughs> and hanging from the rafters. <laughs> especially when Sandman made his entrance. Oh, I sent that Snapchat to you. That's why <laughs> I, meant to send, I meant to send you a snapchat saying Hey watch what I do when the audio actually works and That's why I was like <laughs> I sent it to him instead That's why I thought like, Oh we're going to play Jordan Ryan Yay No <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Oh, oh so I guess it still kind of worked It still kind of worked Yeah, It just didn't <clears throat> Ryan just wasn't in on it So Sorry bud maybe This maybe. is a Supposed to be The one off for ECW An ECW reunion show Or at least a WWE ECW reunion show Because guess what happened Three days prior Hardcore Homecoming, which was a Shane Douglas... Oh, was that when Terry Funk went there instead of taking the money? I should have taken the money. money. (laughs) Um, It was held in the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. And some guys were double booked, like Sabu was on the card. I think... Sabu was pulling a double duty like old Roman. Did you not see it? Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But anyways... um, I didn't. (laughs) Obviously not. But it featured a three-way dance... Which I think was a three way like barbed wire dance between Shane Douglas, Terry Funk, and Sabu was the main event. You had the original owner, Todd Gordon, show up and make an appearance. So it was kind of a more, some people would say, a more truthful ECW reunion show, but no one really cared. Um, it didn't really matter. This one mattered the most. And by the way, without RVD, this wouldn't have happened. Yep. Well, Whoa bro, bro what? without yeah, so, me. It so hold on, been whatever. It so you just, remember
1: when I had a vocabulary? <laughs> Dude, you're you're gonna make me blush.
0: So like what if we Marijuana, had a one night stand? A C L He was talking to Katie Forbes. What if we had a one night stand? And then like, I don't know, Paul Heyman or whoever the hell overheard that. That sounds like a great so, idea, Rob Van Damme. Huh. <laughs> <Nice laughs> Says his full name every time. <laughs> Good morning, Rob Bend. <laughs> nice little segue. So, in 2004, WWE released a DVD called The Rise and Fall of ECW that was very popular. And due to that popularity, RVD thought it would be a great idea to put on a reunion show featuring some guys that were in the company that were ECW alumni and some who were out yeah, of the company. So, what if we had like a high school reunion? Okay. But, but, not, but much, not a that's... high school, like like wrestling. Like, what if we had an ECW union? ECW. What union? if we
1: were a union? Okay. Anyways,
0: <laughs> RVD pitched this to the UK. Vince okays it, and he lets Paul Heyman and get this Tommy Dreamer. Put it all together. But his Tommy Dreamer wasn't wrestling. He was working with, like, Talent Relations. Well, yeah, wasn't it, like, a, f- a few years before he, like... T- in 01, right he- when WCW closed. Like, when he threatened to, like, When he threatened kill to blow everybody? Paul Heyman's brains out? Yeah. Um, on, on live TV at WrestleMania? He wanted to do it at WrestleMania 17. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> um, but Tommy Dreamer was working in Talent Relations at the time, and then Paul Heyman was just kind of working backstage. I think he was working... Uh, I think he was working in OVW probably at this point, And maybe, maybe not writing for SmackDown. I can't remember. This was 05 when this is going on. So I can't remember if he had already went to OVW or if he's still writing for SmackDown. But they put it all through, got it all set up to where this would be the one night stand. And you got one night stand 06. And then you got one night 07, 07. And then 08. And yeah. then uh, Extreme Rules '09. So it was like a four night stand. but well, it was supposed to be just a one night stand for ECW reunion. Right and like cuz in 07 it wasn't uh, But if you go on the network and go to ECW pay-per-views it's like one night in and I'm like what the
1: fuck? no Yeah, I don't know.
0: It I don't I don't really <laughs> don't know why that was. Um and of course to promote this on TV as as a big thing, they let ECW do an invasion angle because the first one went terrific <laughs> with Raw and SmackDown. Hence why you have the Raw and SmackDown Crusaders that'll make an appearance on tonight's show. <laughs> yeah. That entire balcony right there is for Raw and SmackDown. No, we just couldn't sell all the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just see it all, and they just keep painting to it. He's like, "Oh, I wonder if they'll show up." He's like, "You know what? I am gonna take a big, nice bet and say mm, probably." <laughs> so let's get right into it. our opening match being a doozy. It is Lance Storm with Dom Marie. Both, this is your opening match. Yeah, both their final WWE appearance, by the way. Lance Storm would retire from the WWE, or probably end up being released. Dom Marie was released. Uh, by the way, did you notice anything different about Dom Marie? Uh, no. Could you not tell that she was pregnant? Uh, no. Because she had a baby bump, and she Mm -hmm. hit it very well, so there you go. Taking on not Y2J, not whatever he was in WCW, I don't really know. I'm assuming he was the I rock and roll. Lionheart. Not the Painmaker, or the Jote, or Le champion. Le champion. It's Lionheart Chris Jericho, who doesn't come out to his, like, WCW or even his ECW theme. He just comes out to his... WWE theme, which is eh. um wearing the Lionheart gear and was, the waistcoat. Uh, was this before or after he got kayfabe fired? This is before. Okay, so he's he's, still- he's babyface at this point. I'm okay. pretty sure. Um, did you did you guys know how long Jericho lasted in ECW? No, three months. Hell yeah! You'll see this a lot with people that are on this card. You'll see like, oh man, Ray Mysterio, ECW great. How long did he last? Six weeks. <laughs> because it's just it's like. Oh, by the way, dude, every time I heard the crowd chant ECW, I'm so accustomed to hearing them chant AEW now. That's what I heard. Yeah. For, like, the first, like... What a mark. Five times. I mean, so? <laughs> um, So we had Jericho versus Lance Storm, which never faced off against each other before. I think this was their first match against each other. And did you guys know they tagged with each other in Smoky Mountain Wrestling? I didn't know that. They were known as the Thrill Seekers. Ryan, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. The vignettes these guys had <laughs> were great. Because one of them would be working out... The other one where they rode on horseback
1: <laughs>
0: with, like, frilly jackets. Hell yeah. <laughs> the next one they rode a carnival and when Scooby-Doo plushes. And then the next one they hooked up with what looks to be two prostitutes at a hotel. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Great stuff. They were known as the Thrill Seekers. And this match, guys, was a solid opener. What a way to kick off an ECW reunion show with one of the... I was gonna say one of the smoothest in ring technicians that we've probably seen wrestle. It gave me takeover vibes, kind of. Yeah, it's just the small feel, which by the way, that was a Paul Heyman thing. Paul Heyman, like everyone that was on board for this show, they said we want the four camera setup, we want we don't want made up, you know, we don't want big lights, we want to do it at the Hammerstein Ballroom. We want to make this ECW. We want to make this different from WWE, and you know, that's the whole goal. That's what we want to do. Um <clears throat> Before this, we get a promo from Joey Styles, who's like Oh my god. Supposed to cry, but he can't cry like, on you see, you see like He's trying so hard to cry because that's kind of what you should be doing in this moment, but not really. What was the moment? I forgot. It was the crowd was chanting ECW and he's just looking around and just mad like, oh my god. It, shit, real- and you can just see him like welling up, look okay, at ECW, brother. <laughs> 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 so uh, he does, you know. Pop off an Oh My God, you know, last little popsy. And he's doing our commentary tonight by Mick Foley. Yeah. And if you have the DVD of One Night Stand 5, guess what? You got a special JBL commentary. Not recorded after the fact. When he gets up in the balcony. And, you know, starts slamming six packs left it's and right? Like live commentary from when he's on the balcony. How did they get away with that? <laughs> They just mic'd him up and they said, "Hey, run loose with it." I think there's one clip where you hear, uh, where you see Lance Storm coming down, and you just hear, him, "Oh, you didn't hear the paint drying." <laughs> People are walking out as we speak, <laughs> just burying everybody on the roster. I want to hear that. Do you have the DVD? No, 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 no. What we'll do? I'll find it on YouTube. Trust me. <laughs> there's probably great clips of it. Get to this match. A lot of awesome back and forth. Um, a lot of mat wrestling because that's probably what Storm does best. Uh, we then see some interference come in the way. We see the most sexiest man alive, Jason, come out. And just incredible trying to help out Jericho. I think Jason gets a triangle dropkick for his troubles. Credible, I, I think, gets probably punched off the apron. I can't really remember. We see the end spot where we get a nice little roll-up from Jericho as Lance Storm kicks out. Kendo shot to the head from Justin Credible. And then a three count for the win at 7.22. There's also a really cool spot where we saw, I think lance storm did a awesome transition into the calgary crab which is where he does a roll up into a half boston crab yeah really good stuff that, dude that was insane. was that when he was laying flat on the ground and when storms like ran over him he like rolled dude that wasn't an- i couldn't do that if i yeah. tried um yeah. we also saw he did what everyone should be doing to the walls of jericho as Jericho's getting not ready to lock on the walls of jericho he just grabs jericho's heels so jericho didn't do anything. No one's done it since, apparently, so <laughs> does everybody will try to do the whole twisting around and let Jericho do a front flip bump? This match gave me, like, there was one spot, because I, I was already thinking, oh, this gives me TakeOver vibes, and then this one spot gave me New Japan vibes, when Storm box jumps to the top rope, yep. springboards backwards, and Jericho hits him with a freaking stiff drop kick to the back of the neck, and I was like, okay, is this Wrestle Kingdom, NXT TakeOver, no, dude, it's one night stand. Man, it's we like saw... a reunion of the, yeah. <laughs> Man, we saw that. We saw a lot of engineers We saw a, uh, we saw some wrestling. We saw a cradle pile drive Like we saw a bunch of stuff that we're not used to seeing in WWE. But this ain't WWE. This ain't WCW. This ain't SmackDown. This ain't even Monday Night Raw.
1: E C fucking W.
0: Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus accuracy gosh. um yeah what'd you guys think the of they open a match that's why we can't color talk and shop too i thought it was really good ryan oh i thought it was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> we're live pal. i don't know if you know that or not um no we're not it was just, oh we're gosh, taping it was a joke anyways i'm gonna put out some spoilers right now it looked great <laughs> it was solid it was under 10 minutes which was really good um also, this is like Storm's first match in WWE in a while. Like, he didn't wrestle much in 04 and very little in 03. Looked in great shape. And once again, this is his final WWE match. Um, of course, we know now, Jericho's in AEW. Lance Storm, I believe, is a producer for WWE? Unless he got furloughed? I don't know. But it, he was working for WWE, and I think he still is at this point. So. It's, it's crazy. Um, furlough is such a cool word, but it doesn't mean something cool. Yeah, furlough. <laughs> so... Great match. Crowd was on fire for it. I mean, I. What, what more me. can you really say? About exactly. It? Um, the announcers then talked about the impending invasion of the Raw and SmackDown superstars, the heels. And then backstage, we did Pitbull Gary Wolf saying he wanted to remember some ECW alumni who have passed away. Mind you, ECW ended in 2001. Dude, this was a lot of people. And guess what? There were people left off. What the fuck? So we did some names. We did Rocker Rock, Terry Gordy. Uh, Crash were, Holly Dude
1: they were all Like 35
0: you know, I think the oldest one Would have been Sheik The Sheik Cause yeah. that's Sabu's uncle And I, I, think, I think he, he was, was like 41? 41 Mm-mm, No he was He was much older He was probably in his 60s But something. I remember I, I just kept on seeing like oh, But yes everybody else Was like 40s I just kept seeing like Oh to 02 Oh 70 to 03 I'm like dude This is like yeah. These guys are like 35 What like <sighs> Yep you did uh, You got the original Sheik Crash Holly Which I forgot Wrestled in ECW He did wrestle some matches In ECW uh mike Lazansky not um uh, we got pitbull anthony durant or durante and then chris candido who passed away like six weeks prior to this um who they did a tribute for on the hardcore homecoming show because Sonny came out with dudless to sunny was chris candido's real life girl Douglas was the you know triple threat running mate and so they had a good little tribute for him he passed away i think six weeks prior due to some say a blood clot some say pneumonia either way like a what causes issues? He had surgery, and then he went on a plane and had a blood clot. Oof. Yeah, I guess you can't fly if you've had surgery. I don't know if that was a thing. I, I'd never heard that. Yeah. So i never had surgery. Or he was probably... It could have just I, been I, a coincidence. A blood he, clot. Well, they that's the thing. Does no one really knows what he passed away from. So that's kind of the issue there. Um, but here's some names that have been left off, or at least one that I definitely know. Uh, Eddie Gilbert, who like ran ECW before it became Extreme Championship Wrestling. Actually little Alabama fact for you. Eddie Gilbert and Paul Heyman ran an independent promotion here in Alabama. Because Eddie Gilbert, I think, wrestled a lot down south, and he wrestled around here. Where'd they do it at in Alabama? Uh, if I did yes, it had to be probably down south near closer to Florida. If I did yes. it, it To me, it, it it's probably not central Alabama. It had to be either north close to Tennessee or south close to Florida. I could see it being like a Huntsville thing. Well, it'd be easy to do guys from Tennessee and stuff like that. Same with... You and Smoky Mountain could just... That's what I'm saying, yeah. Work so, together there. Um, Trade talent. But yeah, whatnot. Eddie Gilbert was one of those who passed away. They didn't mention him. I don't know why they didn't mention him, but it's either here or there. Um, yeah, I swear it was like a two or three minute segment. It was. And here's the thing. All of them were recent. Like, 03, 03, 03 01, yeah. 02. Like, dude, ECW's only been on business for two years. <laughs> like, or four years at this point. That's still a lot. Um... And, of course, you can add more since then. I think, you know, of course, like Tracy Smothers, who's on the show, we're going to see in the next match. You know, so there's plenty more you can add to that list. So it's just, it's really rough. It just kind of shows you maybe really rough time to be a like wrestler. Terry Funk is still alive, too. Isn't, isn't he, like, he's, like, not doing well right now, supposedly. I, don't think, I at one point, I know Flair said, like, as of last year during his Broken Stole sessions, he wasn't doing great. This but is, like, recent, though. Like, recent, like very uh, then, recently, he's not doing good. He may not be. Um, next up. As of right now, I'm going to go ahead and say my match of the night. It's a three-way dance. It's Tajiri versus Super Crazy versus Little Guido or Nunzio. Um, heard a lot about this match. So we got Tajiri, the first guy out. He's accompanied by the Sinister Minister, which is James Mitchell. Which, by the way, Tajiri, if you don't win, Abyss's mother goes to prison. Hey. It's that guy, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Mikey Whipwreck. And then, of course, Guido's accompanied by J.T. Smith, Big Guido, Tony Mamaluke, and Tracy Smothers. Um, formerly known or known as the FBI. And then Super Crazy comes out on his own. Rules of this match are is it an elimination style Was match? The FBI not end? trademarked. <laughs> like by the FBI? It's probably trademarked as Federal Bureau of Investigation. The FBI in, in wrestling is full blooded Italians. <laughs> <laughs> Legally different. Nailed it. So we see this match. Guido goes out of the ring immediately, about eighteen seconds. Then we did a what we really should have got, which is a one on one match between uh Super Crazy and Tajiri, but Apparently, this match was beating ECW in like the late 90s, because they had this match like two or three times. Really cool back and forth, kind of like a cruiserweight or an X-Vision-style match. And then we see Super Crazy do a moonsault off the balcony onto the rest of the FBI, taking them all out. Um, get some more interference in the way, because why not? You have all these people in the car, get them in. We see, uh, I think, James Mitchell comes in and low blows Big Guido really bad. Just a lot of cluster for the end spot to get Guido out. Um, and then we did Crazy versus Dajiri. Crazy at the spring sport, springboard moonsault for a two. Spring springboard. Powerbomb by Crazy counter into a spinning DDT for a two count. Then we did a reverse Samoan drop. Then he hits two moonsaults on Dajiri. Goes for another. And then Whipwreck knocks him off the ropes. He misses a Dajiri kick. And then Crazy hits a big powerbomb. bomb to the top again. Hits a moonsault for the win. In a very short match. Only six minutes. What did you guys think? Oh, was, I thought it was really good. It was pretty. It was pretty damn solid. Cause I watched it. It was really good. I think, um, at least at this point in, in, in the night, probably the match of the night. I thought it went a lot longer than it actually did, but it only went a solid six minutes, which is shocking, because they got in and got out very <laughs> quick. So only went a little bit. Um, <laughs> Fast paced. Like I said, they crammed it into six minutes, but I really wish they'd have kept it a little bit longer. <clears throat> so, <laughs> next up, we did a video package showcasing some memorable ECW angles. We see Shane Douglas at the birth of ECW, throwing down the NWA title. Triple threat review. Dreamer paying his dues. The chairs didn't throw in the ring. Uh, funked with the branding iron, and so many other fun memories. Then back to the crowd who were chanting for ECW, and then they showed the empty seats in the balcony, saying WWE reps should be showing up. Once again, if I had to be a betting man. That they'll show up. (laughs) They they purposely didn't sell seats for that.
1: They wasted out on like a couple thousand dollars just
0: It's like Richie Bobby leaving a ticket every track for his dad. It's just like you got them two tickets for the two K nineteen storyline where or two K twenty storyline where where Red lies to Trey about his Biological parents being alive. Oh my god! And he leaves tickets. Could you just see, like, you see Joey Styles? Yeah, we're waiting on the Rollins SmackDown Superstars as we speak. You see Mick Foley? Oh yeah, they're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) I've been lying to you this whole time, brother. Great angle, dumbest thing
1: I've ever seen. (laughs) Next up, she wrote a damn letter.
0: She wrote a letter, put it in his locker. That was from. (laughs) What do you? (laughs) What do you think? What do you think it was on the like Hey, kid, still alive? Love you. (laughs) No, she read the definitely not. I, I, read replayed, this, like nine I, I replayed this. I replayed
1: the storyline recently, just
0: to see that part. <laughs> Could you imagine being a crayon? Hey, son, definitely not dead. XOXO. <laughs> I think. I think my favorite part was when, like, because his his non biological parents were just idiots. They called him like, "Hey, you're not in college. You're in Canada wrestling school." And then his non biological parents show up at WrestleMania and be like. We know your biological parents don't exist anymore, but hey, we're here, so go you! <laughs> yeah, we know Thanos snapped him away and turned him into powder. But hey, we're glad to see you, son. Oh, wait. Was it was it that uh, Brooklyn Von Braun girl that set it up at the Hall of Fame ceremony? To where two people came in, posed as his parents and they're yes. like, oh, yes. they're like, oh yeah,
1: those are your parents. Oh, by the way, your best friend Rhett, she's been lying to you your whole life. Oh my. <laughs> Can we god. please
0: have that creative team book right now? Dude,
1: we just need to, we need to do a play like a playthrough like us three. Oh my god. And record it. Like Ooh. take turns and shit? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> great. We just need all three of us just sitting around like sitting here playing. Wait.
0: I know this is way off the this episode. is going to go forever, but I don't care. I'm having fun right now. Samoa Joe came back with a metal arm. <laughs> <laughs> he of look like the Winter Soldier. Just like, nah, I by don't. the way, 10 years later, hasn't aged a bit. He's he's like close to 40, granted. Yeah. He and also, apparently, in, in their Didn't mindset, lose any weight. In their mindset, Nothing. in 10 years, yeah, we can give humans robot arms. Which, not to mention. Could happen. Uh, so. Like, another good thing about their creative team is Samoa Joe was world champion. But, with a robotic arm. Well, before that, winning the mixed match challenge with oh, Brooklyn Von
1: Braun. You, you
0: mean the main event at WrestleMania <laughs> when it was was <laughs> the mixed match challenge final? And by the way, <laughs> in they... front of Trey's not oh, dead, this... fake parents. <laughs> <laughs> the stipulation, hey with, mom. The stipulation <laughs> with that match. Yeah, y'all can wrestle it, but if y'all lose, y'all lose y'all's Hall, Hall of Fame rings. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're gonna have him hanging from the rafters. <laughs> it's not a ladder match. We're just hanging them up there, brother. Okay, so you look at 2K19 storyline. Really good. Yeah. Like, really well put together. You know, you beat Strowman for the world title. You have a great feud with Bray Wyatt. You get to 2K20. Trey's a freaking idiot. <laughs> Trey, like, Trey's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> just... Red thinks she can fight because she has an attitude. <laughs> which, by the way, never works. Attitude error. Apparently. <laughs> um, gets her ass kicked multiple times by Von Braun. And poor Trey's got to deal with his dead parents. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he could have became Batman. <laughs> this is beyond fucked up, and I can't even...
1: I, I, the I, thing I hate the most about it is how you have to like open packs to get finishers. It's like, dude, just let me choose this, my finisher. This has now turned
0: dude, into a 2K20. Ryan race. sent me a Snapchat of him him just doing a standing moonsault over and over and over He's like, he's like, his he's like yeah, I'm just going to standing moonsault your ass so you get to red health. Hit my finish. We're done here.
1: Literally, like, you what? can make that one of your like normal attacks. Like, like you transition just Hold down X. Moonsault. I did you that You do with the L-book. same thing with the super kit.
0: What killed me is when they go to Canada, go to the Heart Dungeon, it's like, hey, is Brett here? <laughs> Brett moved out 30 years ago, you moron! Oh, and the person was like, yeah, he's downstairs. They go downstairs, there's nothing there. Just kidding. <laughs> like, what an asshole. Just kidding, he's not here. Probably like your parents. Because <laughs> even she knows and not
1: <laughs> The entire world knows this man. <laughs> it's with- like, his name's Trey, so he's a third, right?
0: No, that's his nickname because he slipped on a lunch tray. That's right. That's right. Because was like, oh, I'll help. <laughs> Slips on a metal lunch tray. Try does, man. On tile grieving that over is his not m- even how physics work <laughs> grieving over his missing probably dead parents <laughs> what is what do you, what do you have like but a no cause oh, I called her
1: red cause she sprayed ketchup on her yep. and cause she got angry
0: but see because, not because she was a redhead no, th- they all had her pinned down that sounds terrible they all had her like pinned down and she's like oh yeah you're real angry and your face is red how's this for red Just squirts ketchup <laughs> in her face dude that happened today they would have came back and shot her the next day like that's not <laughs> People don't put up with that shit anymore. I'll be right back. <laughs> 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 gotta run to the car. I, I, anyways, two K twenty two needs to be a thing, and they need to make the storyline just ridiculously yes. stupid, like it was in two K twenty. Let's continue with Red and Trey. <laughs> oh, we're in the Hall of Fame. We're sixty now. Oh has got what? Vince. Hey, Saudi's coming up. what is <laughs> uh, they, they want your parents. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll tell him. Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he forgets because he's so stupid. And then you're rinsing in a note: Hey, son, still alive. Can't, still make, you. Can't make you to Saudi. <laughs> We're definitely not dead. XOXO parents. <laughs> it doesn't even have names. Made no. up. Was it a pay-per-view that like happened during a snowstorm that they did? It was a Winterfest or something. <laughs> Peyton Royce was there. <laughs> or like, he interfered in the match by cutting a promo: uh, Australia actually sucks. Boomerangs are a sham. They never come back. And then you get him... Kangaroos don't even have a pouch. And guess what? I don't have parents, so we're the, kind of the same. <laughs> so, like, Red was driving, and Trey was asleep. He was dreaming. He's like, he's like oh, oh, I have an empty arena match. And it says, enter Trey's dream. And and you have an empty arena match, loser leaves town match with Jerry Lawler at, at a baseball field in Memphis? Yeah, dude. Of course it's an empty arena. First of all, it's not a damn arena. <laughs> Also, it's in Memphis. Actually, no, Memphis loves wrestling. Anyways. (laughs) Let's get back to one night. Where are we? (laughs) No telling. I think we're only on the third match. Not even close. Um, Next up Psychosis versus Rey Mysterio. By the way, Psychosis, of course, uh, former. Lucha Superstar, War mask, rips it off at the beginning of this match because he was just signed to the company because guess what? He's going to be a Mexico in about two months. So Sure is. Look at you there. And he's taking on Rey Mysterio who comes out to his WWE theme, wearing his WWE gear and doing his WWE moves. Oh, by the way, did I mention he's not an ECW original? He only lasted three months. <laughs> Poor guy. So this match... How did Samoa Joe's arm get metal, though? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. How did Samoa Joe become Bucky Barnes? Did, like... Because, dude, Trey didn't have a submission finisher. Did did Red just snap his arm for no reason? No, I think Samoa Joe's like, I, I, I gotta be stronger! <laughs> just goes away, and you see him, like... It's like the dude from Saw just takes his axe so I Just starts sawing it off. Like, did they amputate his arm or something? No, they oh. brainwashed him to be, like, a Soviet spy. And then they let him come back and attack Captain America. I well, it was so. German spy, because World War II. A- anyway, uh, so Samojo's Thanos, kind of. Thanos, dude, freaking... It's, well, th- it's Thanos! Not Thanos. Hey, Ryan, did I ask? I forgot to pronounce it. You want to do this again? Ryan, did I, Ryan, Ryan, on, hang on, I'll ask. Ryan. Hey. Wow. Did you ask? That's something, man. Hey, he... Sometimes being a dick gets turned around. That's crazy.
1: He, said he didn't wait, where are the action figures? Uh, okay. okay. Dude,
0: they're long I mean <laughs> where's, just, where's Trey's just, he... parents at? asked them. <laughs> hey, Trey's parents, you're still alive, right? Did we ask you? <laughs> oh, dead? We didn't ask you. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, okay. But That's just, what I we, if you know, if we reviewed the MCU, which you we probably, won't. You sure? Positive? Okay. I won't be involved. Well, fair enough. I'd consult and I'll deal with them on that. Anyways, <laughs> um, this is supposed to be you know, mind you, Rey Mysterio, legendary, Psychosis, legendary. You think? Okay, so they say. Both these guys are gonna have a great Lucha Libre style match. You know what they don't have? A Lucha Libre style match. By the way, I thought this was when he faced Sabu. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out uh, that's next year. Ah, uh, poofy pants, Sabu. <laughs> oh wow, Sabu looks weird. And why are they calling him Psychosis? <laughs> I guess I guess Psychosis means Sabu in. In other languages. (laughs) Other languages. Um, This match was not very good. They tried to be Lucha for like a minute and a half, and it looked really sloppy. And Joey Styles tried to play it off like, oh, he's changing his style. It's a disgrace to the Lucha Libre community. Well, he took his mask off. Took his mask off, and then he didn't wrestle Lucha. How about that, man? What a heel. Um, Match wasn't very good. We see the end spot. We do see a psycho guillotine, 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 guillotine leg drop. Which looked really safe from the from the top of the from the top rope to the outside of the ring, pretty safe, not terrible. Um, and then, of course, it leads to a plethora of boos as Ray hits a six-one-nine, which they hated because that's not a ECW creation. Neither is Rey Mysterio. So, I mean, <laughs> the, seriously, six-one-nine, ECW oh, legend. Oh, boo! You didn't hit that in ECW when you were here for three days. Fucking <laughs> <you thinking>, Mark. <laughs> Hated him for that. Hits the West Coast Pop, and they kind of get the cheers back because that was one of his finishers. Um, West Coast Pop scores the win in the pin at six and a half minutes. What would you guys think? Thought it was Sabu. Disappointed it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Because that match is a clinic. That is. I really really wanted Sabu. (laughs) Let's do one one at stand six next. I think I'm good. (laughs) Uh, Ryan, what would you think? I thought it was pretty good. I think, well, no, because these guys, these guys had matches in WCW. They had oh, matches well, in Mexico. They had matches in ECW.
1: Even.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Kinda wish I was like Trey's parents right now.
1: <laughs> Dead or not real?
0: <laughs> They're they not <weren't> real.
1: <laughs> it's a video game. Somebody out there named Trey is really pissed off right now.
0: Hey Trey. Oh, they locked him up. Um. Oh. Anyways. This wasn't a very good match. Jesus. I wanted it to be a little more like just action. I wanted a little more action with it. It wasn't very no. lucha libre based either, which I thought they would be both pretty well in and it just wasn't it just didn't deliver in It wasn't problem. what you expected it to be, no. which was Sabu versus Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> so so I was disappointed from the get go, man. Exactly. Man. Next up, the anti-ECW people, led by Kurt Angle and JBL, come in through the crowd to their seats in the balcony. They were holding their tickets to the show that they paid for. And then it was the SmackDown people with the crowd chanting, F.U. SmackDown. And (laughs) and fully noted, we can't repeat that.
1: (laughs) It's pay-per-view. Yes, you
0: can. Yeah, they can. Anything goes on pay-per-views when it comes to speaking. we see more video highlights from past superstars, including superstar Steve Austin, Jerry Lawler's brief run, Benoit breaking Sabu's neck with a bad drop. Oh. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer pile driving his now wife, Beulah Cutty. And then Dreamer beating Raven. Then we see some Taz moments as he makes Shane Douglas tap out for the ECW title. <clears throat> we go back up to the balcony, and then we get the quintessential stud muffin, Joel Gertner, interviews the SmackDown Invaders. Angel grabs the mic from him, and then JBL gives a shove and kicks him right in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like oh this is an angle, brother. So oh, my get hole. out of here, you fat piece of crap. It's my. it's our show now. My hole. my hole. My hole.
1: Um see Jerry Lawler tweeted a picture of clouds. He was like, Only Jerry saw... Lawler can see clouds and think of an asshole. Well no, there, he was like, <laughs> I saw the hole in the clouds and I can't help but think about Nia Jax. My hole
0: way to put up. way to put over a story. Man. Um we, of course, get uh, Angle calling DCW fans the lowest form of scum walking the earth, oh saying they suck. And they chant, of course. I'm not going to repeat it. Anyways. What did they say? It was an innuendo. I guess that was referring... I'm not going to... Anyways. I so,
1: your mom I had a suck, dude.
0: I mean... Yes, actually, but then if, uh, here's the thing: they chant that like, Kurt Angle says, then, "Yeah, Kurt your mama taught, taught me
1: how. <laughs> how." It's like Kurt, you're still admitting, buddy. <laughs> you're still like. It's like that time where he said,
0: "What was it?" He said about little boys.
1: He I was, love to play with little boys
0: or something. Yeah. It was something, and then, then he went. Not like that. Not like Guess that. I'm going to TNA. Or Anyways. when he, uh when he, because mind you, he's having the. He just he's got out of the feud with Kurt Angle or with Booker with T. Kurt angle? Yeah, he had a feud with Booker T. Over Charmel. And this is the same angle where he's like, Booker, I want to have sex with your wife, not just normal sex. <laughs> bestiality. It's bestialities, which by the way, illegal. <laughs> I think he meant to say beastly, but since it's Kurt Angle, <laughs> bestiality. I want to have bestiality sex with her. Like, a broke his neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, Theodore says he's above that, above all the ECW fans and whatnot. Uh, and he says he's better than them in a wrestling god. Nobody in the ring will make it to the wrestling to his level, god. Which, by the way, people in the ring make it to his level. No, <laughs> I mean Guerrero made it to his level. No. He was world champion. Ray made it to his level. No. Jericho's the greatest of all time, apparently. Trey and Red made it to his level. Yeah. Smojo's arm. <laughs> Just his That's arm. over 9,000. Sabu <laughs> at one night 10.05. Buzz. Buzz made it. That old BCW legend. Here we have Buzz. <laughs> Any <Anyway. Those> scenes? <laughs> Opponent. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> we need a promo from RVD and coach Bill Alfonso. <laughs> Uh, he stares up the SmackDown guys and saying <laughs> the show chicken has... Chicken
1: salad out of chicken
0: crap. <laughs> <laughs> that this show has nothing to do with WWE. Oh. Tonight will be a big pay-per-view because they are sick and tired of people like JBL being shoved down their throats when they watch wrestling. Our <laughs> show, you shoving something down their <laughs> <laughs> um, He's always been proud to make people happy using his skills. He says he's the whole effing show, Mr. Pay-Per-View, Mr. Monday Night. And he says, <laughs> RVD420 says, I just smoked your butt. Smoked your ass. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> You're welcome. And then we did, uh, the coach asking RVD how long he defended the TV title and it was a year and 11 months. My never God. never won the world title in ECW until '06, which doesn't count, but... Yeah, sure it does. It, it counts, it counts count. for Matt Hardy. It, it counts count for RVD. <laughs> 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 it counts for Christian as his first world title. Yep. <laughs> um, he says it was the best time of his career and saying that's how you should guess RVD. Of course, once again, taking a shot at WWE. And then he says that even with a hurt AC or a torn ACL and a torn meniscus, missing one night stand is worse than missing... <laughs> is worse than missing WrestleMania, the Tour of Japan, the Booker T's wedding, and other things. <laughs> and then out of, no, out of nowhere, Rhino and his short arms show up as he gores RVD, takes off an ear brace, beats him with it, the lights go out, and it's Sabu! Yes! Man, I thought Rhino was Rey Mysterio, man. I was disappointed. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> um... And then here's our match. Apparently that's now a thing. Rhino and Sabu in a one-on-one match. Uh, we see Sabu with a bunch of uh, like bandages on him. Because once again, he had a barbed wire death match two nights prior. And he was still covered with fresh wounds. <laughs> uh, looked gross. And by the way, no botches in this match from old Sabu. We see a couple of springboard dives. Some chair shots that were utilized. With NCRBD um, interfered. Get in the ring. Take a chair and limp for a Van Sarah Connor. Um, and then we get an Arabian Facebuster, which is a lead drop with the chair underneath the legs onto Rhino through a table for the win at six and a half minutes. So, Wayne, now that you've seen Sabu, what do you think of the match? Oh, it wasn't Rey Mysterio. <laughs> if you guys could see, you'd see me smiling. See
1: smiling.
0: Remember that time Sabu was Undertaker and got attacked backstage in December to Dismember? <laughs> he was left in a vegetated state. <laughs> Remember that time. Sabu. Yeah, you go through go through your top 3 Jump Sabu moments. For the triple threat review, I mean <laughs> For the triple threat review, you got this one at number 2. And then at number 3, we're going out of order here. At Number 3, you got him uh uh doing the uh the Undertaker thing, all right? Then at number 1, you got the springboard when he gets on the uh top rope and starts like wobbling a little bit. <laughs> and Just then he, all of them <laughs> or at like an episode of saturday night's main event where he's having an extreme rules match with someone he puts them on the table then decides he wants to reposition the table starts moving the table the leg breaks on one side he so he decides to get halfway across the ring and pretty much do a coast-to-coast leg drop with a chair on this man sitting face up through a table that's already halfway broken so sabu if we do another mount rushmore here soon he's on it dude hall of fame dude yeah, we, we got to do our last Hall of Fame class at some point. We, here. <laughs> <laughs> we do, here. Sabu! We do. Sabu's definitely first ballot, brother. Anyways, we see a Sabu <laughs> and, over here. And last ballot. <laughs> <laughs> Backstage, well, if you get
1: on in your first ballot, that's for
0: sure your last ballot. <laughs> Good point. Backstage, ah. we see that ECW original Al Snow with head as he remnants. As what re- does everyone want? Shut up does everybody need shut up Head. thank you everybody does need a head
1: to live that's true i have
0: yeah. seen uh the headless horseman in sleepy hollow
1: chickens hey. for like 20 seconds Humans. cockroaches i'm sure nothing kills them
0: cocks dirty bastards live through a damn asteroid by the way Shoot did, the did you guys here. do you guys want to know how long al snow was in ecw Five days. A few. Not very long because he was actually sent from the WWF to go to ECW for some seasoning. <laughs> seasoning. Because the deal was for, apparently between Heyman and Vince, that they would just exchange guys. That's how they got two Cold Scorpios, Flash Funk. I think ECW in return got uh, Al Snow, Brackus. Some German dude who looks like Vladimir <laughs> Kozlov. My name is <laughs> I Deutschland. Okay, well, no one cares. You're going to come out walking around with Scott Steiner's headdress on your chest and then get hit with kendo stitch from Sandman. Get out of here, dude. Um, we did another video package about ECW history, including some very famous moments. There was a huge ovation when Sabu showed up as the guy to stop Taz's uh, path of rage, as Styles called it all those years ago. Another top five Sabu moment. Is it? Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. When did when, when it happen? About a few. Then we get the anti-ECW people from Raw coming in next. Eric Bischoff, who was the GM at the time, leads them with Edge following. Styles then makes a joke about not bringing his wife because Edge has had a history of that. Uh, He doesn't sleep with other people's wives. I got two
1: words for you. Just
0: other people's girlfriends.
1: Matt freaking Hardy.
0: Okay, so who was really at fault in that situation with Matt and Lita and all them? Was it a known thing that Matt and Lita were like dating they were dating for like 4 years up like up to that point. By the way, Edge looked jacked. <laughs> and, and if you look at the two now, who looks better? Who <laughs> <laughs> wants to answer that question? Who looks better, Edge or Matt Hardy? I think Edge looks fin- but- I, there there aren't many guys Edge's age that look as good as he does, to be completely honest. I'm talking about a physical. Show. I heard that. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, right next yeah. To you, <laughs> so. yeah, but Matt Hardy has money. He's Big Money Matt. It's Matt freaking Hardy. No, it's Big Money Matt. Hardy. I know net worths don't really say much, but let's compare net worths between those All two. Hey, right. you look up Matts. I look up. Oh, his. Okay. Anyways, no, we're doing this right now. No, I, oh my gosh. We're doing it. Hey, I want a short episode today. <laughs> then again, you look at like Matt's like property and everything he has. Edge's net worth is $14 million. Five million. <laughs> Still big money, Matt. Y'all can show. And chuck. Lita's
1: with neither of them. <laughs> Jeff is eight million. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's he's about he's about three million he, better than Matt.
0: He's probably made a lot more money than Matt already. I already. Yeah. Mean, <clears throat> um. So I don't know who was at fault, but I mean, to be fair, Matt was. I believe Matt was hurt and then I think Matt got hurt and then got fired I can't remember yeah how it Matt that. got Matt was injured for a long time and then while he was <laughs> gone Lita and Edge were getting it on that rhymed and I didn't mean it to so um, I don't know if anybody's really at fault I guess if anyone's at fault it probably has to be Edge and Lita I don't know
1: I'm, yeah. not,
0: getting, I'm not getting in the middle of them <laughs> this was like 15 years yeah, ago I don't want to be involved Okay, fair enough. Hey,
1: you don't have to. It's uh, done. D- but I don't. It's been done, done, done
0: for like twenty years. Let's just it, continue with it, one a awesome. fuck. Awesome. And also, we get some douche <laughs> who drinks all of his beer and spits it at Eric Bischoff as he's walking Who's up sand to the seats. No, <laughs> he thought he was. It was some dude in glasses, just <gasps> and like, and security didn't do a thing about him. Security just like oh hey, you can't do that. I would have beat the crap out of him, but that's What's Eric
1: Bischoff gonna do.
0: He's Karate he's New Master! York. No! No he's not Oh <laughs> whoopy <will be> ass. <laughs> no, he's a black belt in karate. That's legit. What's he gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna <gasps> Itch knee goro. He's the real karate man, not Ethan Page. Hey, how dare you? I wanna see I wanna see Bischoff have a match with himself. And let it be crap. Can we not? I kind of want to finish the episode. <laughs> oh, now you want to finish the episode? Yeah. Anyways, I'm done. Thank you. So the Raw heels are seated next to the Balcony next to the SmackDown heels, which leads us to our next match: Chris Benoit versus Eddie Guerrero. Benoit's out for first, <laughs> to the point where we get JBL's funniest line of the night as Benoit's <laughs> looking up there at all the Crusaders, or whatever. You just see JBL: "Hi, hey, what are you doing?" What are you doing here, Benoit? Benoit, hey, hey, Benoit, hey! You make money, <laughs> and Benoit's <was> just yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? What, what, you make money, Benoit. You, 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 you shouldn't be here. This is JBL. Like a few, please stop. Few <laughs> of... Next up's Eddie Guerrero. Both come out to the WWE theme, and Guerrero comes out to his new like heel theme. Can yeah, you feel the heat? <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Is that your telephone ring? That's that's what it was. <laughs> 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 Alright. Man. <laughs> we, see this, we see this match lock up. Stalemate in the corner. We also did a Let's Go Benoit, Let's Go Eddie chant in between. I think...
1: Let's go see. You know, I think Eddie gets busted open
0: on his nose. One of them gets busted open on their nose. I'm pretty sure it was Eddie. Um, decent match. Uh... Six minutes in, and it looks like it's going to continue, so they'll get more time than the rest of the matches. Um, We see some stiff suplexes, some decent mat wrestling. Uh, They fight some more with NC Benoit counter, a pinfall attempt with a crossface on Guerrero's right arm. Eddie doesn't move out of the hold at all, tapping out and giving Benoit the win at ten and a half minutes. What did you just think of Benoit and Guerrero? Not their best match. No. Not at all. Guerrero looked bad. Yep. Um, which apparently was like a thing. Like people had said like months prior, he was having trouble breathing. He, you know, like, would get out of breath really quickly and stuff like that. And he would be like mad at himself. He thought it was something he was doing wrong. And I don't know because some people try to say that that Benoit and Guerrero may have been mad at each other because Benoit was staring them down pretty hard. And it's hard to read because that's all Benoit's character was anyways. <laughs> it's just stop as it, yeah as he stares a hole in everybody's soul that's sold. the
1: only thing going on in his head I mean Ed, Eddie had insane. a lot <laughs> the whole time it's like Chris what's up
0: <laughs> you see him over there in the corner they're doing those other interruptions you, just, you just see him like moving his mouth like <laughs>
1: This is not funny. <laughs> he wrote the theme song. And don't
0: laugh at it. <laughs> he
1: wrote. He wrote down the sounds. No,
0: no, no, no. I've banana. never seen
1: anyone sing along to Chris Ben Lost" theme song. Okay, can we please
0: get off of this? So, but but uh, on a more serious note, Eddie was a drug abuser, right? up until 2 years prior to 05. So he he was at least clean for 0304. But it it, but it, already, yes. it already ran its course at that point it ran in its terms course. of damage I think, to his body. I think he 99 he got addicted to him was it pills or coke or both or like uh pills, booze and I think people will say steroids. That is a recipe to destroy your heart and yeah. all other <clears> organs. <throat> well, that's that's what they're saying was a big reason for his heart failure and the heart disease I mean, and a lot of drugs. So. didn't take care of it no. what happens uh, well he had a and this is not an excuse for him he had a car wreck motorcycle wreck he had a wreck and got hurt pretty pretty bad and he relied on the pills he got off of them kind of got clean when he came into WWE something happens he goes back on them to the point of where he gets fired from WWE then we get that amazing triple threat between him Punk and Rey Mysterio when they're all not in the company was that what, what company was that? It was like for IWA. It was, like yes. in two thousand and two. I found that match on YouTube. Haven't watched it yet, but ooh. yeah, it was really good because I think Guerrero goes to the company like months later. Ray goes to the company months later, and then Punk. Imagine being years. Punk. You got to have a triple threat match with Eddie and Ray. Yeah, really good stuff. Um, and I think he gets clean. He's clean by two thousand and two. Okay, because he's back with WWE, and then he's clean until when he passes. So. It's just that that much of use in such a little time. Sometimes it's just too late. Yeah, you've just done. You've already mm-hmm. done the damage. Yeah. So decent match, not their best by no means, but um, can't really complain. I think if I'm not to put it all on Eddie, but I think if Eddie was in, if Eddie was on his game, this is a much better match. And I think he kind of held it down uh, in this one. So with then see the anti ECW guys up top applauding Benoit, specifically the SmackDown ones who were happy that Benoit was on their show. And they do a stare down to end it. Um, next up, we get up in the balcony. Again, it's Joel Gertner trying to interview Eric Bischoff. He looks like he's going to stand up to him. Then he asks for a job. Bischoff <laughs> says, no, he won't hire him. He rips on the fans needs to be brained and so on, just like he does on Raw Weekly leading up to the show. And then this match, talk about a stiff ski. Mike Awesome. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka. Yeah, it was a. So I don't know why. If apparently the Raw Superstars turn their backs when their entries are being made, don't know why. Kind of stupid, I guess. Just their heels. Who cares? Um, this is just a stiff match. Chair shots galore to the head. It was a stiffy, I'll tell you. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> so you said stiff-ski. yeah stiffski, like snitski
0: but stiff <laughs> <laughs> exactly right Ryan <laughs> um, we see a lot of hard steel chair shots to the head some stiff power bombs from some stiff-sty power bombs from Mike Awesome there's one point of the match near the end <clears throat> where Masato an awesome bomb a stiff awesome bomb stiff awesome bomb by the way you can still add bomb. you can add <laughs> Uh, Mike Awesome <laughs> is another name you could add to the list of deceased ECW guys. He passes away two years later. I know, random, I just want to mention that. It was very random. Yeah, I know. Um, Masato Tanaka is in his fifties. Headshots galore, still wrestling in Japan. Um, there's one point in the match where we kind of did a Rock Mankind spot to where Tanaka is sitting there taking two or three chair shots from Mike Awesome, who is swinging for the fences. Eric does, he like hulks up to the point of where Masato, standing there selling, Mike Awesome goes to the top rope with a chair. Yep. And so, sw- and I mean, goes back with it. Not just like, oh, I'm just going to jump and have the chair land on you. No, no, no. I'm going to leap up and crown you as if I'm Jimmy Keene winning the WWE title and ready to rumble. And it was, whoo, like, and rares back and hits the ever-loving crap out of him. And he finally falls. Um, <clears throat> It was, oh, it was. Rough. It was something it was really something uh we get an end spot where we see a table on the floor, we did a power bomb, and then a dive onto tanaka for the win, of course, the crowd chants this match rolls towards the end, and it goes a solid nine minutes fifty two seconds. What would you guys think pretty uh pretty brutal yeah kind of kind of kind of kind of <laughs> gr- yeah exactly Ryan. match sucked, yeah, damn it, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, yeah. of the match? It looked very painful. <laughs> That's something. It' gross looking. Just the amount of headshots. It was just very disgusting. Um, not something you want to say. I mean, I guess if you're an ECW fan, I'm an you,
1: ECW you, fan.
0: You probably love it. But for me, it's like, oh, it, the amount of chair shots you guys are taking. It's not like, okay, your hands are up. No, no, no. We're leaning in with. We're going in with the chair. It just what good match. But well, how else are you gonna do it? Oh, you're going to dolphin dive, just torpedo headfirst into the Put your track. hands behind your back and lean into exactly. it. Exactly. Um, we then get the announcers, Styles and Foley, thanking the fans for their support. Styles mentioned the success of the Rise of Foley ECW DVD was a big reason the show happened, so we thank the fans for getting that. And then now here comes the promo heard around the world. We get ECW's booker, owner, and so forth. We get the great Paul Heyman, huge ovation for him. The ECW as Heyman looks to be in tears. Uh, he says, His eyes aren't red from crying. They're red from smoking a joint with Van Damme. <laughs> Probably. More than likely. He thanks Todd Gordon for giving him a chance. He thanks the dude that made the TV show. He thanked the fans. Um, he, did a, he did some Paulie chants. And then he goes to the WWE guy saying that, I almost forgot about <laughs> you. Leading to the shoot promo. Oh, wait a minute. Hide your wives. It's Edge. Once again. Didn't sleep anybody else's wives, just girlfriends. Huge difference. He says, nobody with a written promo has the balls to say this to him, but Edge, he has two words for you.
1: Matt freaking Hardy.
0: And then, of course, Edge spits out his beard comedically, and he says, that's three words. (laughs) And then he goes, turns his attention to JBL, and says, since you want to shoot, cowboy, the only reason you're a WWE champion for a year is because... Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. Which is true. Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. So. Uh, uh, Vince, uh, Pops, uh, Buddy Pal, uh, Father-in-law, uh, I want Tuesdays off. Ah! He was drafted to SmackDown in '04. Only worked for like a week. I wonder like, eh, about the Raw. And, <laughs> and then he goes to SmackDown, I think, five years later for the draft. So, you know, I get it. Probably, probably sucks. Cause the thing about it, you get Monday, over with, then you have like a couple of live events, and you're good. I mean, I wouldn't mind working on Monday. And of course, that's the A show too. So, um, and afterwards, he goes on and finishes by saying, "This ain't WCW. Raw, SmackDown, or WWE. This, my friends, is ECW." Is that what exactly? That's exactly what he said. Okay, shut it. I- <laughs> Screw you, Ryan. (laughs) Idiot. Anyways, it is now time for your main event of the evening. It's the Dudleys in their final WWE appearance, at least for now, taking on Tommy Dreamer and Sandman in an ECW Rules hardcore tag match. So, the Dudleys come out. They're wearing tie-dyed shirts from their ECW days. Dreamer comes out next down the aisle. It's not the full version of his Man in the Box theme because there's no lyrics. And then, of course, the... you could probably argue the greatest entrance in wrestling. At Did least this <clears> one moment. Did y'all see the guy, like, grab his kendo stick and just start oh, yeah. hitting himself in the head Yeah, with and see Sam's like, what are you doing? Dude, get out of here. No, Sam was like, what are you doing? have you not Have you not heard his, like, interviews, like, yeah. on New Jack's documentary, dude? Yeah. Dude sounds interesting. He was, he was probably very inebriated. That's the word for it. And, and incubated. <laughs> That's it, buddy. Keep going. Incubated. Uh, enter yeah, Sandman starts playing. The whole crowd seemed along with it as Sandman makes his way through the balcony and the rafters down to the ring. And in this time, he chugs or wastes at least four beers. He drank one as soon as he started. Drank another one. We got to the other side of the rafters. Poured one out to one oh, guy on that round. You
1: said you needed a beer.
0: And then... Hell,
1: son. Takes I've a beer. you drink.
0: <laughs> pours it onto a woman's top and proceeds to motorboat her yeah. with the beer. And then Dreamer does it. Married man. Sure, you've had some t- good times in your life, but have you ever been Sandman drunk at ECW One Night Stand pouring beer on a lady's
1: tits and motorboating them? At ECW One Night Stand? <laughs> no. But <laughs> elsewhere? The rest of that? Potentially. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dreamer does it as well and of course Sandman being the guy he is joins in so you see Dreamer's already done and you see (laughs) Sandman just like dude get out of here it's a little weird but the crowd singing along to uh Ender Sandman was really cool yeah it it reminds me more of people singing along to Vince's song than it does Judas I don't know why no chance to me it's to me it's a Judas thing I mean I don't know um of course, we had to listen to that on not the network version because the network version it is dubbed over, I believe, with his ECW theme he would use uh, a year later when they Oh yeah, it was just like it was <laughs> some. Dun, 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 dun. It's probably that one. If I I don't know, it was like a close <laughs> instrumental of what it would be. Yeah. Anyways, match was good. <laughs> Four men show respect before the start. Of, before the start of the match, Styles says it's Dreamer's last. Hurrah! No, it's not. <laughs> Dude just had a match. And guess what? Sixteen freaking years no later, surrender last week, still going on. Just where they're about to start, my favorite part of ECW, the Blue World Order comes out. It is Big Stevie Cool, Hollywood Nova, and the Blue Meanie. It's paired to the NWO for those that don't know. BWO chant starts up. Richard says. right. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. Did you know that? BWO? Didn't know that? Did not. Richard says three simple words for us. We're taking over. Richard hits a Stevie kick on Dreamer. Then the Dudleys beat on him. Then Kid Cash runs out. They throw him out of the ring. Now Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney come out for a payday. They brawl with the BWO as the crowd does the usual chants for them, chanting balls every time he throws a punch. Chernova in the back and then the head, the delicious hair of Rotten and Mahoney. Everyone's fighting in the aisle as Kit Cash leaps off the ref's back, off the top ropes, hits a somersault plancha on all the guys in the aisle. And now we can finally get to the match. Uh, it took ten minutes to get the match started. So ten minutes of stuff happened before the bell. Great job. Dreamer decks Bubba and Devon as the fight starts with Salmon on the floor. Bubba hits, uh, or Bubba with a cookie sheet to the head. And then Style says Dreamer should keep his office job. Referring to the fact that he works in talent relations now and doesn't wrestle for WWE as much. <laughs> and then Cheese Grater to the face by Bubba, Grady Dreamer's face, and trying to open massively. I hate a Cheese Grater spot. Me too. It's gross. Like, that's gross. I think well, also... Don't worry,
1: Mick Foley told his daughter to not go get the Cheese Grater, so it's okay. Yeah, we're good. Don't go get mommy's cheese grater. <laughs> Damn it, Mick. We get some stiff <laughs>
0: chair, chair shots to the head. Which, which probably wasn't, but now that you said it, you might want to. <laughs> That's exactly what I would do. <laughs> um, and, of course, hey, yeah. what better way to close off your main event by having run-ins? Here comes Lance Storm and just incredible, Credible is barbed wire and hits a That's Incredible tombstone pile driver on the barbed wire. Here comes Francine, who is the valet for the triple threat. And then Aye. here comes Beulah Dreamer. Well, Beulah Medillacuddy, but... Then we get a gas fight, which is a classic. Um, impact players go to double team. Bula hits critical with a low blow. Dreamer hugs her. And, uh, Dreamer's covered in blood. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. I would not be hugging that man. <laughs> no, not at all. Get the off me. They each hit a dual DDT. Um, each one of them getting Dudley, even though Bubba dropped a little bit early on his DDT. Then we get a chair shot to Devon's nuts. <laughs> Devon used a street sign on the chair to crack her. Never mind. I got way too ahead of myself. Bubba hits him with a kendo stick to the head of his opponents, then one to Dreamer. Bubba did his own table. Devon with a powerbomb on Sandman through a table. Dreamer cleans house with some kendo sticks. Devon whips him into the ropes and they hit a Dudley death drop, 3D. Um, but no cover. Bubba hits the table. He signals to the back as Little Spike Dudley, LSD, um, comes out. You know what his finisher was in ECW? The acid drop. Because drugs. Ah. He comes out, he's got lighter fluid in matches, they light it up, and Bubba hit streamer with a stiff power bomb through the flaming table for the win at eleven minutes. what you just into the main event? Pretty cool. Yeah. Also another gross match. <laughs> oh, disgusting. Um blood fire. Ew. I mean well, Good. I love a flaming Blood table. blood, fire, pre-match sexual
1: assault. All kinds of good stuff happened. I don't know. She seemed very consensual
0: true that is true well actually i think they were all ecw like alum uh, like, alumni up front i think there's a people that are like were from ecw that i'm sure same man did that too probably two years ago. daily <laughs> probably um, <clears throat> good match uh i you know i want to ask this question i think i asked it either like today when we were doing yes. stuff or okay, or last night but i mentioned the flaming table spot ryan would you rather uh get thrown into barbed wire or into a flaming table for me, it's flaming table. It's flaming table. I was about to say flaming table. Bar bar you get stuck in and
1: shit. And... It's literally meant for you to get stuck in. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, Imagine if they used razor wire. Oh god, no, <sighs> dude. I think there'd be a that's deep.
0: like the Bob Holly table spot, except yeah. all over your back. Yeah. Um I'm going through a flaming table.
1: Well, it's over it, quick.
0: Well yeah, it's over quick and it's it's very quick anyways to get the move done because you could see they douse it with lot of It's just fluid. a warm table spot. Honestly, yeah, and I'm sure it doesn't feel good, but I mean, because I'm sure you're going to burn hair off. It's probably off and stuff terrifying, like that. too. Yeah. Um, you're falling into fire. Because, like, once they light it, they got to put you through it immediately. Because that lighter fluid's going to burn off and you know, spots over. Eight seconds or so. Yeah. Um, so it gets put out quickly. So I'll probably Put it that. out. Put it out. Put it <laughs> out. Um, good match. It was violent. Everything you wanted out of an ECW match. Uh Good stuff. Can't complain. Post match, the Dudleys went to attack Beulah, but Sandman saved her with a kendo stick. And then, as he's trying to revive Tommy Dreamer, you hear him say, "Give me a beer,
1: <laughs> beer."
0: And out comes Hell Son. Stone. I've seen you
1: drink. Oh, you crap. don't need a beer. You need a case did of this beer. Earlier,
0: <laughs> I didn't finish it though. Stone Cold Steve Austin said, Did you guys see the jersey he was wearing? Yeah. What well, was around. it,
1: Ryan? Said outlaws on the back.
0: It was a XFL Las Vegas Outlaws jersey. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I think I it was did. a he. Well, I think it was a he hate me jersey. I don't
1: know. No, it was number one.
0: Oh, okay, that's I can't remember.
1: He hate me was I think it was eighty something.
0: Yeah. Austin said they don't have a beer bash. All the ECW originals come out. Joey goes, Al Snow got head tonight, and I'm married, so it doesn't happen often anymore. Hey yo, yeah. Um, and, like
1: five minutes after wishing his wife happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Happy birthday to my wife.
0: And then hey, he, Mick.
1: She's 25 tonight. Mick's like, cool. I care.
0: And of course, Austin <laughs> says before he sees a beer bash, he wants to see a fight. So down comes the the WWE heels. You got Austin on the Austin I'm on sit right
1: here. Drink my beer. Get down here, you son of a bitch.
0: So you got East W on the left, WWE on the right, and the crowd chants, "We want Taz." And then here he comes,
1: Taz with one Z.
0: Taz with one Z, not two Zs. Oompa-loompa looking, kind of. Wearing the orange. <laughs> <laughs> He's only like five foot five. a solid 280, just... Bent, bent, bent. Yo, I'm Taz. <laughs> you put your arms down? No. <laughs> um, we then see Bischoff join the announce table for whatever reason. He's not going to fight. Oh, man. And the fight starts. It's Brawl City now as Angle and Taz go at it on the floor. Taz gets a Taz mission on Angel out on the outside. The others continue to brawl in the ring. It's hard to do any sort of play by play on this because it's mostly ECW guys beating up on WWE guys. Sending them out of the ring. The ECW guys are now all alone. And Styles is great at yelling at Bischoff because that's all he did during the commentary. Um, did you guys notice that Blue Meanie got busted open during the fight? There's a reason to that. <laughs> um, so somebody, I'm not going to name I just want you to guess on who do you think this person is. Somebody had a little too much to drink, hated ECW, and decided, for whatever reason, I'm going to pick someone out from ECW that I just don't like at all, because they were in the company a couple years ago, and I hated him because he was a big, fat piece of crap. So I'm going to find him in this brawl, and I'm going to tag him for real. Uh, JBL. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely! <laughs> JBL tagged Blue meaning twice. I think he got him at the top of the head and the nose, so his nose is busted up. He's got a big old gash on his forehead bloodied but they get revenge as blue mini has a match on smackdown with jbl a couple of weeks later to where stevie richards gives him the stiffest chair shot i think jbl's ever seen to the point of where like it like almost broke the chair in half it was really bad but that was kind of the revenge blue mini goes over and richards gets to use a chair shot on uh but bleeding profusely too it was gross um afterwards austin calls out eric bischoff he comes down there. Mick Foley,
1: hardcore legend.
0: Why don't you taxi, Mister Bischoff, to the ring? After that, we get Dudley sitting in the 3D. Austin tells Benoit to do a flying headbutt, and he. I didn't want to bring this up, but I feel like I kind of have to, just because it's know what we know now. <laughs> the call that Austin makes when Benoit does the flying kill that so bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Kill him, <laughs> hey,
1: Ray! <clears throat> you got a six one nine in you, man. I got a couple. <laughs> he didn't six 619.
0: and of course the fans boo. And afterwards,
1: stand that son bitch up, back him up a little bit.
0: <laughs> afterwards, um, the Dudley's carry Bishop all the way out of the building, carry him into the parking lot. Everyone put celebrates. him on
1: just on a truck yeah. not like in a truck <laughs> just just here everyone else that celebrates
0: everyone else is celebrating as Sandman slurring his words where's the beer <laughs> here's your beer you drunk <laughs> 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 And of course, him and Sandman celebrate on the stage as everybody else is drinking in the ring. Styles ends the show saying thank you to all the ECW fans around the world who cried out for the return of ECW. Without you, there would be no us. Thank you. Thank you very much. I can't believe what I'm saying. ECW lives. And the show's over with a runtime of two and a half hours. What did you guys think of ecw One Night stand 5
1: Pretty cool. It was a pretty good show. Pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: A very solid reunion show. Yep, uh-huh. yep, yep. yep. Okay. (laughs) Man, um, pretty solid. There was some good matches. I I felt like it was a reunion show, kind of done right. It's like, hey, like we're there's no story to this. We're just putting on matches that either you've never seen or you have seen. You enjoy. We're just trying to give you like a lot of the fan favorites. Um, it was really good, really done well, and I hate they did it again though. But they did it a year later, and it wasn't so much a reunion show. It's like, hey, we're trying to see if you guys still like DCW, because here in about a week, we're going to bring it back. Um, so, not, I mean, well, 06 wasn't very good. I mean, there was good, better matches, but it's the 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 luster was gone. So, okay, well, we've seen these guys. Half these guys are now wrestling for your company. Half the guys just showed up and are wrestling for your company now. So... Man, guys, but that does it! Free W One Night Stand 05. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, before we get to plugging stuff, i got to address the elephant in the room. Been hearing uh, rumors? Shut up! And news? From who? From, from us? <laughs> from the fans, man. So, it is true. Richard
1: Petty Motorsports <laughs> is switching to Toyota. Okay.
0: Every time. At NASCAR. Um, no, so we talked about it. We've thought about it. And... Hey, this is a serious moment here, Ryan. I don't know if you know this or not, but the fans are clinging onto on every the edge of my seat. What, what's going on? So happen? are the fans. So are the fans. Okay, but after two years, well, as of March 30th, it'll be two years. of The Triple Threat Review. Also, as of March 30th, <laughs> <laughs> we quit. That's hilarious. So yeah, so guys, after March 30th, we are ending the Triple Threat Review. I know it's sad. Oh man. Not really. Um, we are in the triple threat review. How are you going to live without How us? How can you live without us every Monday? Um, now, Dragon, we'll go and tell you guys. That doesn't mean we're going away forever. It's just the. Yeah, we're bringing back the triple threat. Just like ECW did with One Night Stand we We're coming back a weekly. Oh, man. <laughs> no, we're done. <clears throat> we're done, brother. Dead. Bear I'm never talking down. again. Did you talk much here? <gasps> I mean. Anyways. We still got five more episodes. We'll get it out of Yeah, well, yeah, most definitely. He, I mean, he has some one-offs that he probably wants to do. So, no, guys. Yeah, after two years, we've decided uh, just as a group to end the show. Um, so these last, as of right now, five episodes, that's it. So there'll be a series of one-offs. Some will be some stuff we've always wanted to do. So some... I'm go ahead and break out the last episode. Tell them what the last episode is. Oh, yeah, last episode is very fitting. We know what that's going to be. So on March 30th, which will be the two-year anniversary of the show being started. And the ending. And the ending. Because... Great timing. Um, our last show will be, of course, WrestleMania 28, which is the end of an era. It's a show we've always wanted to do, we just never got to it because we've already done 50 WrestleManias, anyways. Um, so we're gonna do WrestleMania 28, as our final episode. The next in between, between this episode and WrestleMania 28, is gonna be a series of one-offs. It could be stuff we've always wanted to do. It could be like calling back some stuff we have done before. You know, we've mentioned doing some, maybe trying to find another broken heart, just finding stuff that we've have done or we've always wanted to do. Um, now, granted, this doesn't mean we're going away. Entirely, Like I said, the wrestling podcast will be gone. Uh, but here in a couple of weeks, we're going to out some more stuff. We're going to stay on TikTok because those come out every single now. Guess what? Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And let's just face it, the TikTok we uploaded last week had more success than the show ever did in two years. Yeah, so we quit. <laughs> 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 but no, we are ending the show. Um, we have other plans and some other fun stuff that we actually can do. Uh, Porn. No. <laughs> Christ alive, Ryan. You always kinda... got <laughs> to Um to be fair, if you if you look at all the stuff we talked about doing, like we wanted to do YouTube, we wanted to do all this stuff. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. It's just we had to figure out something like we can't do all of it, so something has to go. I mean, can we just also address that at a certain point with all the content we were putting out for the podcast, it became a little not so very fun? Yeah, we put out so much content, uh, which is not a bad thing to anyway. me, of course. If you guys are actually listening to us and are fans of us, like we wanted to do that. It's just when you look at our schedule, how it works. Uh, we all have jobs. Yeah, we Believe have. Believe it or not, this ain't paying the damn bills. No, it is not, unfortunately. Which, shout out to Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Reggie. Um, but no, so if you look at our schedule, like we record a lot of our stuff on the weekends. And also, uh, when we're doing streams, we stream the weekends. So there would be some times where we record on Friday, stream Friday night. Shroom Saturday night, Shroom Sunday night, and then record something else on Saturday So there was just so much going on, uh, so we couldn't get a lot of stuff Those were done. full, like, five- to eight-hour days. Yeah, and you add, later on at that point, you add TikTok, because we took a lot of those, and those took a couple hours to do. And then you add in us trying to figure out ideas for a YouTube thing that we were trying to do. So you just add all that together, and it was really just a lot for us to do. Um, and we had to realize, kind of like, what we wanted to do, what we think would be more fun, and something that we would all enjoy probably be a little more creative with not saying that the show isn't creative at all but But when you stick to just one thing it kind of exactly it it makes it harder to be creative yeah yeah and we're all very well i say we're all creative people ain't that right ryan aren't you creative ryan yeah oh boy um, no, we're all pretty people. We all enjoy making stuff. That's why we enjoy making the podcast. It's fun. Uh, but we have some other ideas that we really want to do. And I think we've do done. I, I think we've done just about all that we can do with the old wrestling podcast thing. Probably. You know what? I, I think we did. I think we'd all like to do like a year ago. <laughs> we peaked, rather. Did we? We never peaked. Right. If you look at our numbers, they're currently dropping. <laughs> well, no. Much like the COVID cases. Yeah, we peaked with COVID and we're going to die with COVID. Damn, we did. Damn. this this is like 80%. What the fuck? 80% of this entire, like, the existence of this show has been during COVID. Yeah. Well, we did like eight or nine months in 2019. And then after that, it was just a full year of just... Are you gonna be serious for this? See so you were bitching at Ryan earlier for being. Just yeah, then the then I then the announcement wasn't serious. Just like, oh yeah, guys, happy two years over twin. <laughs> I have a feeling the last episode is gonna be a long one. Yeah, I'm probably crying. You guys cry. I'll cry. As I set our table on fire. Oh, it's over. <laughs> um but yeah, guys. This is it. This is Well no, we still got like five more episodes. Crap. <laughs> 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 you know, I I can honestly say this time, cowboy, finally rides away. But we're riding away to a, a better location. Sometimes the grass ain't always greener, but this time it will be. But Bec- this time, I think the grass is just a little bit more average. Was that a, was that was that a was that a a clue? Ooh. Was that a was? Oh yeah, Sam Punch's coming. <laughs> He's gonna be on the show. Um. But yeah, guys. Yeah, so after a few weeks, you know, we're gonna with do that being episodes. said, follow us on social media. Follow us on social. <laughs> Be sure to share the podcast with a friend. <laughs> now, also this, even though we're ending the show, nothing's being deleted. Like all this is staged. Oh, so this is listen. an archive, so y'all can still listen to it, and we're still monetized, so we will still get paid for it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, so, so we'll check it when we're like sixty, and we'll have like. Ten thousand dollars in there? Well, that's not. ahead of ourselves here. Ten thousand isn't that much, in there. That's like that's a, that's a of all it would take was like a hundred thousand total views. That's not and at the rate we're going, I mean, we could get to a hundred thousand by the time we're sixty. Anyways. Yeah, hey it's false on social media. It's so weird to plug the show now. It's like false on social media. I mean, you, you got to know when the last few episodes are coming out. That is true. Unless you're just like, well, Unless you why just, the hell do I need to listen now? Yeah, that's true. Well, we are doing fun stuff, though. I mean, Yeah, you gotta to stay, you got to stay tuned for what we're doing next. If yeah. you really give a yeah, shit. Just, I highly doubt it. But if you do. Because yeah. yeah. if you guys actually care, we'll, we're going to announce what we're doing next on the show. I mean, so we're going to tell you guys what's going to happen next and kind of what, what our next step is. So just give it time, guys. And we hope you guys enjoy our last five episodes. It's gonna be a fun one. It's been a fun one, guys. I say, Ryan, What are your thoughts on the triple threat review coming to an end? Great, can't wait. Eh. Thanks, bud. I don't even know <laughs> if the mic picked that up. <laughs> but guys, follow us on social media. Um, also, listen to our episode every single Monday. Like I said, last five are coming out here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also, if you still want to. <laughs> Buy our t-shirts of Pro Wrestling t <laughs> What a great time to get in a year-long contract with Pro Wrestling t <laughs> That's a year? It's a year. Because we can't end it and neither can they. Eh, like, anybody buys it Honestly, anyways. we'll just like, we'll link it to our TikTok because oh. our TikTok is only Pro Wrestling related anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So, anyways, pros is a triple threat review. We have two shirts out, and eh, we may release some more. We, I keep saying that, but I mean, we do. We do have some designs that have never seen a light of day that we may release. What is something that we've promised fans that we've never done? A YouTube video. We had a big YouTube video coming out. So oh my gosh! An <laughs> actually pink uh, shirt. I didn't promise on that. That was offered, and then oh, Katie from Teespring. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh man, I hate Katie. Um, <laughs> anyways, guys, prosandteas Since we're obligated because we're getting paid to, huge shout out to our Patreon backer, Reggie. Which, by the way, our Patreon is going to stay with like our it's, new project. It will. So. It will stay. It's just things will change on that. It's just. So it, don't leave us, Reggie. <laughs> yeah, so don't leave us, Reggie. Um, so it will stay. It's just. It's. It's a little weird. now. Like, hey, support Triple Threat Review and then don't for a couple of weeks, and then come back. <laughs> so, yeah. This Patre- is weird. <laughs> this is very weird. Yeah, so shout out to Reggie on Patreon. You can also join us at patreon.com, triple threat review. Uh, $3 a month get you a lot of access to some exclusive stuff, behind the scenes footage, merch, so much more there. So check it out. So one thing guys, follow us on social media, follow us on TikTok, buy the t-shirts from Patreon backer, and let's have an amazing final five episodes. What do you say? No. Guys? Ryan? Of course. Every time. (laughs) Ryan. Yes. Damn it. Thank you. Anyways. So for Wayne, Ryan, and myself, thank you guys so much, and we'll see y'all next time.